Good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Rodeo Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Camry Rorda, and this morning is the day before we leave for Las Vegas. It is December 1st, and I'm looking out my window in Iowa, and it's a gloomy, cloudy, kind of an icky-looking, very wintry day. So we are definitely definitely looking forward to the warm, sunny days in Las Vegas, and uh, I'm just thinking about as we get ready to go and I'm drinking my coffee that in a few days we'll be sitting in a timeshare and getting ready to set up and then a few days later all of the wonderful people and kids and um, the buzz of Vegas will be humming. Uh, So we're super excited Um, and I just today wanted to share one a little bit about the Rodeo Kids journey and just kind of how this booth this year came to fruition because I think it's a cool story and I think it's a good reminder and a lesson, especially for the youth um, and the adults too, uh, to continue believing that God is doing good things in your life. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. So I'm going to start, and if you've listened to the podcast before or other podcasts that I've done, you've probably heard this story about Rodeo Kids, but I never get tired of telling it because it's a cool story. So I started, let's see, where do I start? I'll start with the Performance Pony Company. So I started the Performance Pony Company, um, which is performancepony.com, the world's largest selection of Western bits and tack for ponies and small horses in 2015. Yeah, it's been eight years now. 2015, I started that. And that all stemmed from a desire to help kids. Um, That's something that God has given me since I was little. My dad I remember watching him at family rodeos and at clinics and kids that would come in and stuff. And my dad just has this magical way with kids that is just unique. And I, I remember thinking, gosh, that is so cool. Like maybe I've got that. And there's parts of me that do, you know, my dad, we all have our own unique way of doing this, that, or the other. And, um, so I definitely picked some of that up from my dad and we started doing clinics and lessons and stuff when I was in high school. So I definitely learned that I had this connection and this desire to help kids, but not in a teacher setting. Like I have an aunt who's an ag teacher and, you know, she tried to get me to go down that road multiple times. And while I absolutely love FFA and agriculture and God bless the teachers who are in that, they do amazing and wonderful things. And I thank them for their service because it's awesome what you guys do for the industry. But that wasn't for me. Like I needed something different, but I didn't know what it was. And so anyway, I went to college and fast forward, I'm out of college. I'm training horses because I'm broke and my mom got injured and we're back to doing a lot of lessons and clinics and stuff like that back here in Iowa. My parents had family rodeos and there was just this need for me to, in order to be able to help kids who were riding ponies, they needed the proper equipment and that proper equipment did not exist. Like you could not find a junior cow horse bit for a pony. You could not hardly find even a head stall that would accurately adjust, you know, for there were many ponies or there were horses. There wasn't any in between. And so that's where the performance pony company was born 
was this need to help kids. Like I am not a salesperson. Like I, I can sell a bit, not because I'm really good at selling something, but it's because I truly believe in the products that we have. And so it's easy to sell, but I, so that's where we started for the first few years. Um, I had no clue what I was doing. I worked a lot of extra hours. I had extra jobs and we just made it work. And my parents are awesome dreamers and believers and jumpers is what I would call them. They're willing to make the jump and into the plunge into things that are risky that might not work, but we always hope that they do. And so they helped me pursue that. Um, and for the parents, when your kids are interested in doing something like that, um, you know, my parents did help me a little bit financially get on my feet and get started. Um, but for the most part, it's in everything that I've done, it's knowing that if I fail, I'm not a failure. If I fail, I'm not going to die. I mean, honestly, it comes down to survival. If I fail and something that I do, an endeavor that I take on doesn't work, if I go broke, um, if I don't have anywhere else to go, I will always have a roof over my head. I will always have food in front of me and I will always have a place to lay my head and I am probably a horse to ride. You know, it might not be mine. It might not be the one that I want to ride, but I will always have something because my parents have given me that security, that landing cushion, not to, not to pamper me, not to make it easy for me, but to know that there's always a place for me to come back to that I can land on my feet and start over again. Um, and I just, I think that there's a lot of power in that and teaching your kids that no, we're not going to do this for you, but we'll be here for you if it doesn't work out, you know, whether they want to pursue pro rodeo. I did that for a while and it was a little rough and I was living at home. You know, we, we made ends meet. We, we, I told myself we broke even, um, but I think it was all the side, side jobs and gigs and lessons and clinics that really made that happen. But, um, so I just want to encourage you to not necessarily do things for them. One of my husband and I are about to have our first child. And one of the things that my parents always told me and that we've talked about um, is that they they always said, don't expect any inheritance. Like we worked really hard for our money and we plan on having a good time and using it. You know, sure, we hope you have something, but don't ex don't live your life expecting us to foot the bill when we're dead, you know, and because you don't know when we're going to die and it's going to be a long time. So I'm really glad that they also put that thought in my head because at 32 years old, I see people my age whose parents told them about inheritance and what they were going to have and what they were going to get. And those kids stopped dreaming for themselves. They stopped living for what God asked them to do and their unique and individual talents. And they're living the rest of their life literally just knowing that someday their parents are going to pass away and they're going to get the land or they're going to be able to farm or whatever it is. But that's a long ways away. Like we have no idea what that looks like. So just, I just want to warn you to be cautious about how you word that. And if you, with good intentions, and I know that so many parents have, every parent has good intentions. You know, we want to see our kids succeed and um, we want to do everything that we can to help make that happen. Uh, but just take some time to think about what it is that you're telling your kids that might turn into a self-limiting belief. If they believe that they're going to get a big inheritance and that they're not going to have to work hard, or if they stay on the farm or on the ranch or whatever, that one day it's all going to be theirs. Well, it might, but who knows when that one day is coming. So start at day one and do something for yourself and build yourself up. 
And that leads into the next thing. So the performance pony company was kind of that. God told me that I needed, um, I, I was the one who needed to do it. And after six for six weeks of talking about this junior cowers bit, my mom said, well, if you don't do something about it, I'm going to. So not only did God give me the vision, but he also gave me a mom who could give me the push that I needed uh, to, to take the idea and turn it into something real. So we did that for a few years. And then I started the Pony Pro program as part of that because I was trying to figure out how to advertise. How do you advertise pony products across the country to pony people? And how do I do that with zero money? Like broke again, how do I do this? And so I thought, well, what's cuter than kids on ponies? You know, how do you find a lot of kids? Well, you can sponsor them. So we started the Pony Pro program and I also wanted to make sure that it gave back um, and that the kids really learned something from it. So that's where the challenge videos were born. And every month they get to do a challenge of some sort. Sometimes it's interviewing, sometimes it's showing a drill, sometimes it's sharing their word of the day or the month or whatever it is. Um, and just things that help them get to thinking outside of the box a little, pushing them out of their comfort zone, uh, trying new things, getting in front of a camera, you know, learning how to represent a brand and having a reason to talk to people. You know, it was just, it's the, the Pony Pro program has created a platform and a place for young pony riders to practice what it's like when you get to be an adult. And um, it's just been really cool what was happening and so I'm two years into going to Las Vegas, which I never planned on. Again, my parents gave me the cushion um, that if my wings broke, that I, I was still going to land somewhere soft. And uh, they gave me the push. My plan uh, when I started it was to be in Vegas in five years. And I was there in two. Um, they said, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Like, we're here to help you. Come on, go big or go home, you know. And so we went big and it worked the first year and I went the second year and there was one specific night that I was in Vegas at the South Point, and I was talking to different people throughout the industry. Um, my parents had been involved in it for a long time on different levels, and I had an internship in college, and um, I said this, I think, on one of the last few podcasts, but if, you, if you're interested in college rodeo, look at it more than just a financial expense. Um, I sometimes hear people, and this is anything in life, um, but I hear people specifically around college ready to say, I'm not doing that. It costs way too much money. You don't win enough back. It just doesn't make sense. You know, the scholarships don't add up to what the cost is to have horses and all the things. Um, and there's some truth to that. But it's also important to remember that college is an investment in our future. And college rodeo, I now know, I didn't know when I went into it. I went into it because I loved to rodeo and I wanted to go to college and I wanted to have fun rodeoing. So that's why I did it. But now that I look back on it, I see the network that I was able to build through college rodeo. So many of the people across the country that I met in the Central Plains region, which was huge, but so many of the friends and connections that I made there while competing through rodeo are now in my professional network. There are people that I can call on and that I know who are working in the industry now. And so now I look at my experience in college rodeos. Yes, it was fun. Yes, I made a lot of friends and a lot of memories, but I also built an awesome network for my professional career that I would not have had I chose not to college rodeo because of the money. So it kind of came full circle. You know, that's it's an investment in your education. And um, when you look at it that way, 
it kind of changes the perspective, especially if you know that you're somebody who wants to have a job in the Western industry. And I knew I did. Like I knew in some way, shape or form, I wanted to to work in this industry. So that's just food for thought for you as you're processing where you're going to go to college, what you're going to do, if you're going to college rodeo or not. Um, it's more than just money and it's more than just competition. If you choose for it to be, it's all how you look at it and how you take advantage of it. Um, but anyway, so I was talking to people at the South Point and that night I just, it was just on my heart to ask about like, what are these companies doing for the youth? And it, it just like, I still remember this feeling of all we're doing is throwing money at them. All we're doing is creating events for them to compete at and saying, that's good enough. We've done enough. And it just didn't feel right. And it didn't feel right because I had heard from moms and dads through the couple years I'd done the Pony Pro program at this point in time, the difference that it was making in their lives when I wasn't just throwing money at them and giving them a patch and helping them look cool, but I was actually creating a platform for them to learn and to grow. And I was investing my time and energy into replying to those things, into sharing the work that they were doing, into acknowledging that they did a good job. Um, I was building a personal relationship with them and those kids were gaining so much from that. And it just became more than just a sponsorship, you know, and it became a connection. It became a relationship. It became a growing opportunity. And when I asked different people in the industry about it, they really couldn't say what they were doing for kids. It was literally most of them at that point in time, this is five, six years ago, before there were so many events for kids. Um, one of them had discontinued their youth saddle at that point in time. I'm sure they've put it back into production at this point in time. But uh, another one just said, well, we sponsor this event or we sponsor that event. And I, it just didn't settle well with me. And I didn't really know why. I didn't know what was going to come of it. And I was on the elevator back to the hotel by myself. And uh, we were right, we stayed right across the street. So it was a safe way to be by yourself in Vegas. And I just remember going up to the 11th floor and here I was and God said, rodeokids.com. And I remember thinking, no, no, I am not doing that. I do not need another thing. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing with the performance pony company. Like this is nuts. No, I, I can't handle anything more. I, I'm I'm not your person, God. Like I'm not your girl. Like God was like, yes, you are. And we, I just remember having this conversation, arguing with God a little bit about this rodeo kids thing. And so I thought, well, okay, I'll at least go up to the room and I'll I'll look into it. You know, I'll see what's going on. So I went up to the room. I opened up my computer and I looked up rodeokids.com, and twenty three hundred dollars for the domain name. Was it because of my location and that I was sitting smack dab in the mecca of rodeo where everybody was looking up rodeo, 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 rodeo in Las Vegas during the NFR? I don't really know, but it continued to stay that same price um, a couple of weeks after when I did finally decide to purchase the domain name. But I, I just, I went up to my room, I looked that up and I got out a piece of notebook paper and I just wrote down all these ideas that were coming to my head, all the the podcast, just like this, the ambassador team, the store, which has gone through different phases, um, just everything, the blog that it has become. And now the booth in Vegas was written down on that piece of paper five years ago. 
And I just sit here and smile as I think about it. And I can like see myself sitting in that hotel room doing this, like a crazy person, because where in the heck does this idea come from? You know, from it can only come from God and feeling, especially at that point in time where I was building my relationship with God, but it wasn't that strong and thinking there's no way this is real. But we did it and we took the plunge and, um, and here we are five years later. I guess as I think about this, part of sharing this story is part of my testimony. Um, there's more to my testimony, but this is certainly an important aspect of it. But five years later, I still have the Performance Pony Company and Rodeo Kids has grown to a different level. You know, we, we've gone through different phases. It's a God thing. And um, I've just been working on trusting God to turn it into what he needs it to be. And in his timing. And that's hard, you know, because when you've got another company that foots the bill most of the time, all the time, the performance money company has been huge. Without that, Rodeo Kids wouldn't exist. But God gave me both of them for a reason. And there were so many lessons that I needed to learn from the performance money company and all that goes with that so that I can move into this phase with Rodeo Kids and be more educated and smarter about it. And there's still so much to learn. But I, I think about how when I got to this point that I'm at now where I'm about to go to Vegas with Rodeo Kids, and I've been there before, but I just had a 10 by 10 that I tacked onto the Performance Pony Company booth. And it kind of goes back to the, if you try to do too many things at once, you're not going to do anything very well. And that's what I felt like in the past years when I had a big performance pony company booth and a small rodeo kids booth, like sure it was there. Sure. It didn't hurt anything, but it wasn't really helping anything because I couldn't give it my focus. And this year we have, we went from a 10 by 10 rodeo kids booth to a 40 by 50 rodeo kids booth. And for those of you who will be out there, you will see that that is a huge difference. Um, and it's been a big it's been a big challenge for me to figure out how to make this all happen. But it goes back to this vision that I had five years ago that God gave me in that elevator in Vegas. And I I, I struggle with the, the idea that kids need to be in Vegas to begin with, you know, and I just want to be honest about that and give people things to think about because um, it's Sin City. <laughs> you know, that's been its nickname for years. And that's not going to change just because we throw a bunch of kids in the mix. Um and so in my house, when I was growing up, there was just a rule. Like my parents would not take me to Vegas until I was 21. And with their affiliation with um, the world's toughest rodeo and the WPRA and, and different things, um, adventures that my mom and dad have been involved in in the industry, they went to Vegas almost every year that I grew up. And I just wanted to go. And they said, absolutely not. Not till you're 21. And when I was 21, I went and I was so to this day, I'm thankful that that was the experience that I had because I was mentally mature enough to handle what Vegas can throw at you and the sights and scenes and and things that you can see and what people are doing. And um, I was mentally mature enough to decipher the difference between people's everyday lives and what happens in Vegas and and also the choices that people make. Um but I, I, like I said, I just, I still struggle with that. And I prayed about it a lot because I almost didn't go. I thought, you know, I still stand behind that. I don't think that kids should be in Vegas. Um, I, I just don't, 
I don't believe that, but I do believe that they are going to be there regardless because we have good intentions to get them out there and to prepare them for the future. And that's a whole different conversation. But I, as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know what? God gave me this vision in Vegas and God's taking me back to Vegas because we need God in Vegas and we need lights in Vegas that are healthy and um, nurturing and that are going to keep these kids safe and help them see different sides of Vegas, I guess, um, you know, that, that give them joy and, and bring them up and, and hopefully, you know, just are able to, to be a, a, a bright light in a different sense in Vegas. Um, and I'm sure you guys are following me when I say that. So I decided to go and, um, the booth that we have is just so cool. And, and I, I, again, I just want to share this with you guys, because I think, we're living in a time right now where it's so easy and, and money's more readily available than what it has been in the past. You know, we've, we're far removed now from the Great Depression where money was difficult. And we're getting, the, the, from generation to generation, we're getting more lax. There's more available. Our government is forking more out than they've ever forked out for whatever, you know, since covid and the dependency level on the government has significantly increased just across the board. I'm not targeting rodeo people at all. This is just general information. And so I think we're way more willing to, to invest in things and, and do things freely and not have to work as hard for them. I'm not pointing any fingers or saying that people who listen to this podcast aren't working hard because I'm sure you are, but we're not at the point where we're working hard and still not making any money, you know, in the great depression in those times, like even some of the tendencies that my mom has because her parents had them from her grandparents who went through it, the things that she hangs on to and the money that she saves and the money that she doesn't spend because those traits were passed on. I don't have as many of those traits. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't. And that's because I didn't experience that. Um, I haven't ever experienced that kind of hardship. And and I'm so blessed. We're all so blessed that we're living in the time that we are. But I think it can be really easy because things are easier than what they were in the past that we kind of force some situations and we try to buy our way into experiences and lessons and fun things. And, and there's definitely good in being able to do that. There's definitely wonderful things that can happen from being able to afford to provide experiences and stuff, but nothing replaces God's timing. Absolutely nothing will ever be, it doesn't matter how much money you have, nothing will ever give you the joy and the satisfaction and the fulfillment of pursuing God's vision in his time and trusting him to make it happen. And no amount of money will ever make it happen the way that he does to put the people in your life, the places in your life, the thoughts in your mind, the visions that you can see when you close your eyes that nobody else can explain. No experience, no amount of money, nothing can ever replace that. And when I think about where I started with Rodeo Kids and what's happening now and the people that he has put in my life in the last the, the last years, years of my life, but that have 
popped up out of the woodworks to help make this happen. Because I trusted him and his timing and I didn't force it, it is like the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in life. And I, I say this all coming from just a different perspective to share. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's right and wrong and what's different. Only the good Lord knows that. And, and you've, every individual has to do its best for their family. And, and maybe, maybe doing all of this and, and having all these wonderful opportunities for kids to, to win money and, and go all these places. Maybe that is the answer. And, and maybe it is for some and not for others. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I do know that no matter what we're doing, no matter who you are, no matter what age you are, if you can put God's vision first and trust his timing and trust the words that he has come out of your mouth and be a vessel for him, he will take you down that road to success, whatever that is. To me, getting to Vegas and seeing that written thing on that piece of paper and that vision of what this booth is going to look like five years ago and walking into Vegas this year and seeing that booth come to life, that is success. That is something that I could have forced, but it wouldn't have worked. Like it just would not have been the same. I even tried to force it sometimes and it didn't work. Like it, it just didn't happen. I didn't get the support that I needed, but it's because God wasn't in the lead. Um, and so I just wanted to share that story with you that it, it's just amazing what will happen when we trust his plan. And I just want to encourage the kids who are competing in rodeo and in sports and um, activities, whatever it is, all the youth, um, no matter what you do, to really consider what is that voice inside your head telling you? Are you doing the things that you really want to do? Are you doing the things that are popular? Or are you doing the things that somebody else wants you to do? Um, and listening to that feeling in your gut, I think like gut feeling is just another three letter word that's more socially acceptable across all, um, realms of religion, political, all of that for God, you know, your gut feeling is your God feeling. And that feeling that you get deep down in the pit of your stomach, that's what you need to follow. And, you know, for, for parents or back to kids, for kids, like trust that. And speak up about it. If that's the feeling that you're having, whatever it is, if your feeling is saying, hey, let's pursue this. We are holding back and God's telling me to go for it. Then have that sit down with your parents and say, hey, I need to go for this. Like I can feel it deep down in the pit of my soul that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, whatever it is. Maybe it's, I hope it's rodeo. You know, we want to see as many people in rodeo as possible and um, but maybe it's piano or maybe it's agriculture or maybe it's, maybe you want to be a zookeeper. I have no idea what that feeling is, but God's got something in store for you. And for the parents out there, I just want to really encourage you to take the time to consider if you're doing things that the world is telling you to do and that you're watching other people do or for your family, or are you listening to your gut? And listening to your kids telling you what their gut feeling is on their God feeling on what it is that you're doing. And just teaching, being the example, because as adults, all adults, parents, um, non-parents, whoever, brothers, sisters, anybody that's older than somebody has a responsibility to 
reach back to those who are younger than them and be a guiding light for them. So it's not just parents, but um, I just want to really encourage you to look into that. Look into really asking yourself what we're doing. Because again, when things are easier than what they used to be, it can be easy just to do it because we can, but not necessarily because we should. And I just want to make sure that as an industry, that we're looking at it from this perspective as well, rather than the bright lights and the flashy things and the money and, and all of the prizes and awards and the big fancy facilities. And I mean, I've got a big fancy truck and trailer, like I get it. I'm not pointing fingers. Um, but it's just, our, our, what are the reasons that we're doing it? And is God in the lead? Because if God is not in the lead of this, it will not work. It will not work long-term. It does not come to fruition. It will come to destruction in one way, shape, or another. It'll be one individual at a time. The devil will be sneaking in left and right. We all know that sneaky little devil. He is going to creep in um, and take us out one at a time. I mean, we can already see it sometimes. All you got to do is look around in your local neighborhoods and his ability to take us down one at a time. People we care about, people we love, people who have such an opportunity in this world to do so many things. But if we focus on the world, that's exactly what will happen. But if we focus on the path that God is putting you on as a family, is putting you on as an adult, is putting you on as a child, and we make sure that we follow his plan and his purpose, he will bring you to things like what I'm getting to experience with rodeo kids. He will bring you to that vision that you had when you were 5, 10, 20, 30 years old, and he will make it come true. You know, for me, I had this vision when I was 28, and now it's here, and it's alive, and it's happening, and it's happening for the right reasons, and like I said, the people that are getting behind it, and and it's just amazing. So I just encourage you as you go into 2024, it's December 1st, 2023, whenever you're listening to this, but if you are listening to this now, it's a perfect time to sit down and really analyze why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and hopefully your answers align with what God's telling you to do. But if they don't, make some adjustments. That's what life's all about, making adjustments. And uh, just like uh, Jocko Willink says, regroup, recalibrate. Uh, there's a couple other re-things. And go back out on the attack. Like just come up with a new plan. It's all good. Like everything you've done is all good. You've learned something from it. You've grown from it in some way, shape, or form. But just, um, yeah, regroup, recalibrate, and go back out on the attack in a different direction, in a different way, with a different strategy. And I promise you, the good Lord, if you're you letting him lead, he will take you to amazing places. So um, that's what I have for today. It's been heavy on my heart. And I guess this morning we're, like I said, one day away. We leave tomorrow morning for Vegas 2023. The Rodeo Kids booth will be in conjunction with the Vegas Toughest Junior World Championships at the Expo at World Market Center. So the Expo is just kind of like, you know, you have different ballroom names. Um, the Expo is just a different area of the World Market Center. So that's what you'll be looking for. It's a beautiful venue. In our booth, we have got so many cool things going on. We have Short Go Children's Books, The Kids Corner. They have donated some really cute, smaller size back numbers that the kids can color and cut out um, and wear their own back numbers that they made around Vegas, as well as bookmarks. So those are kind of fun for the little, little kids who just need a moment to be creative. And for the bigger kids and family members, um, 
We have the goatee goat tying lane. So we'll have goatee goat tie matches where girls, boys, you guys can get involved. We have those for six and under all the way up to 19 and under. Our six and under will be kind of fun. We're going to have um, goaties don't have tails. So we can't do the goat tail untie, but we're going to let them go down, flank the goatee and pull a ribbon off of the bottom back leg because you got to gather that one first anyway. So um, we're just going to work on that. So that'll be kind of fun to have those matches. We have the 7K roller dummy ropings, which will be super fun. Those are like little team ropings. We've got the air compressor with the chute that the dummy will pop out and you can head and heal that. So we'll have competitions for that. And then we also have just your traditional dummy roping and all kinds of fun stuff. The Performance Pony Company is bringing some stick horses for the stick horse races this year. We have barrels and poles for the stick horse race. So it's just going to be fun. Lots of products to sell. We've had so much amazing support. We've got things to give away from K&D Equestrian, the Epic Animal for prizes. We have had some amazing people come in clutch with um, scholarships for kids. One of the things at Rodeo Kids that we really like to focus on is not so much providing for them to go to all of the events and pay for entry fees, but we want to be part of your educational process. And when you get to go to clinics and camps, you get to learn how to become a champion and you get to surround yourself with people who can help you and give you the tools and um, the knowledge and the skill set and all of that and build your network. And, you know, where when you go to those clinics, that's where you get to know these people and really learn their stories and, and pick up those tidbits. So we love the educational side of things. So all of our Funds go towards scholarships um, and opportunities for youth to learn. The Rodeo Bible Camps of America has, wow, they stepped in and did some amazing work with Flat Tops Rodeo Bible Camp and Flat Tops Cowboy Church. And we have, um, what is it? It's We have close to 35 scholarships to give away and 28 of those are to Rodeo Bible Camps around the country. Every kid that comes into the booth will be able to put a ticket in a um, in a jar for their chance to win a scholarship to a rodeo Bible camp in a state near you. So that's a really cool opportunity for you guys to just get to know um, what the opportunities are out there and have a chance to go. Jacob Edler, the world champion steer wrestler from a few years back when it was in Texas during that COVID time. Um, he has offered to give away a two-day private uh, lesson with him, and he also works directly with Stockton Graves, who's made it to the NFR, I think, seven times now, and he's also the coach at um, Alva, Oklahoma, at Northwestern Oklahoma State University. We have Rodeo University and Stan Branco coming to the booth on December 8th, Friday, December 8th. He's going to stop in to sign autographs. He is one of our NFR steer wrestlers this year, and Rodeo University is just doing some amazing things across the country as well with their clinics. Um, Chelsea Novosad and, and their crew, they have different events that they do and they're just doing some awesome things. And they've got 30, 30 plus kids who are competing at the Vegas Toughest World Championships this year. So that's really cool. And they're, they're proving to be making a difference. And of course, Mike and Sherry Lynn Johnson, they have gone above and beyond to help make this happen. And again, total God thing. Um, I called Sherry Lynn up out of the blue one day or sent her an email and just asked if she had tried anything like this or if she was interested. And she has been just a godsend to be able to work with and to make this happen. 
for everybody, for them and for us and, and for you guys. So they have uh, been super generous about the booth to begin with. And as you know, if you know anything about the Vegas Toughest, you know that they are putting their heart and soul into this and they really want to help create your future world champions. Um, they have given two qualifier spots so uh, or entry fees. So what that means is if you win one of their qualifiers at the, if you win a qualifier voucher, at the booth in Vegas this year from one of our competitions, when you go to pay or use your qualifier voucher, you can go to any event that has the Vegas toughest qualifier and use that voucher to pay for your entry fee. So those are worth a hundred dollars a piece. Sure. Excuse me. There's a couple of those that they've donated as well as two scholarships to their clinics, camps and lessons around the country. And um, again, if you know anything about Mike and Sherry Lynn, you know that, they have a lot of experience and they, they are all about the kids and just really want to see you succeed. Wolf with Wolf and Sons Performance has partnered with Rodeo Kids to provide two fitness scholarships, one for a girl and one for a boy to join his Wolf and Sons event specific strength and conditioning programs. And I can attest to these. These are amazing. And within less than two weeks, my loops felt stronger, snappier. Um, I felt more balanced on my horse. Like, it's just amazing what he can do. He's a research scientist and a professor. Like, he's not just a fitness buff guru who wants to talk about it. Like, this man has the education and the knowledge to back it up. So his programs are awesome for any event. He can get you feeling good. Um, get you balanced, get that strength in, and help your accuracy improve in all realms. And Bailey Cooper, um, gosh, she's been such a blessing in my life. Andy Wolf actually introduced me to Bailey, and she is a registered dietitian. So that means that, again, she's not just a guru who's selling products out there um, that have fancy marketing. Like this woman has eight years of education in the diet and nutrition field. She knows what she's talking about, she lets you eat a little ice cream here and there. And she's just really awesome. She doesn't take the food that you like and take it away from you. Um, she just turns it into uh, a few different ways to maybe prepare it and different portions to eat it in and when to eat it and um, maybe a few things to add in here and there. But she's just fantastic. Um, through Rural Health Education, you can look all these people up on social media and their links are also on our Rodeo Kids Vegas um, link on the website, which has all of our information as to what we have going on. But she has donated a family pack for you to learn just different ways to prepare food for your family on the road and also one for an individual. And she is an independent representative for signature stall mats. So we're going to have some awesome signature stall mats for you guys to test out and you'll be able to get with her to order yours out of Lubbock, Texas. So amazing supporters. We are so blessed. Um, we can't wait to see you guys in Vegas. Again, the Rodeo Kids booth at the World Market Center Las Vegas during the Vegas Toughest Junior World Championships. We are there from December 6th to December 13th, and we hope to see you there too. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Safe travels, good luck, and God bless while chasing your gold buckle dreams.